the Spot Track Podcast, talking sports contracts, the salary cap, and business of sports. Well, everybody, it's Super Bowl week. Think of a lot. Of, you know what? It's a podcast. I could say it. Super Bowl week. And welcome to the SpotTrack.com <laughs> podcast. I'm Kevin Sylvester along with Paul Peck. Check us out at buffalosportspage.com. If the NFL attorneys are listening to us for a potential lawsuit, then I think that's a good sign for SpotTrack. <laughs> All right. I'm going to sue you for going over our plug. Check us out at buffalosportspage.com. And, of course, you're the founder of SpotTrack.com, Mike Gennetti. People are like, why do you guys say that? Well, you're supposed to say the big game. Copyrighted. It's copyrighted, right? Right. Yeah. Although everybody, well, so is spot track. So. Oh well, yeah, but we are on the spot track one, so it is copyrighted. Um, Mike's, which we need to call it, Mike's really cool yeah. numbers and sports S- number website. site, number website. Right. Speaking of which, I think a I think uh, Super Bowl number squares have become the new candy bar sale for youth. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, oh, I no more beer blasts. Right. Just buy a fifty dollars square. Bingo. My goodness. I'm trying to. I, I can't even keep track of how many twenty dollars squares I've bought yeah. for little Johnny's uh, well, travel baseball. Isn't team. Facebook the worst? Yes. Everybody's posting them on Facebook. And now you can just send the money straight through. I've spent like like four hundred dollars on Facebook right. Super Bowl squares. <laughs> yeah, so so when we're watching the big game and and your wife says, "Why are you so angry about this?" You know how much money I have right That's now. Right. Thing, right? <laughs> See that you know it's it's much like the problem of people that play a lot of fantasy football yeah. that you you have guys all over the board. You, a you can't keep track of them and and you don't know who to root for when you have that many squares and numbers. It, it, you're like. Wait, do I have that one? Yay! Oh no! At, at some you know, point, it's like you, you can't keep track. At some point, it's like betting on every horse, right? Yeah, you're correct. just like I'm in. Yeah, I'm winning something. You're gonna win right? something. <laughs> yeah, right. When someone says you want to buy a square, you always say you're in. Yeah, I'm in. Right? Whoever says no to that? Yeah. No, no one ever says no. <laughs> yeah. to that. Hey, we'll talk more about the Super Bowl in a second. We want to start with the NBA real quick here. Yeah. Anthony Davis with the New Orleans Pelicans has told him he has no intent to resign there. I don't think. Anybody shocked at that? No, long time coming. Maybe, maybe like a month coming, based on the rumors that I've heard. Um, he's going to give up some money. Does, it, does anybody really care about that anymore in the, in the NBA? No. <laughs> I mean, there's Instead so much money. Forty million, he's going to get thirty-five. Right? You, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, it's about you know, you know, he's maybe maybe he gets two thirty-five if he extends with with New Orleans. You know, that's going to be two oh five if he extends on the new team he trades to. And if he goes, if he gets traded, then signs somewhere else, it's like one seventy-five. So it's like. It's like fifty plus million potentially being lost here, but again, it's still one hundred seventy-five million dollars, right. right? For your second contract, right? So then he's still got a third and probably a fourth yeah, at his age, and so. he's likely to go to a big money, big time yeah. team where his endorsement opportunities will triple. Lakers, yeah, I, it's yes or nothing for me, because right. because the Lakers now have a very unique situation, which I'm sure you've heard now across the media scopes here. The, the Celtics can't get him right now. It's just it's part of the CBA. They've got Kyrie Irving. He's their essentially designated extension. He's like their superstar, their elite player. And you can't have two of those on the same team at the same time. So it, the Celtics are sort of locked out until July when Kyrie has to leave. And, you know, maybe Kyrie doesn't leave now because they, they probably are going to lose out on the Anthony Davis sweep. Well, I think Kyrie wants to go play with LeBron again the way he was talking recently. Very possible. Right? It's very possible this all comes back to bite Boston. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard. <laughs> right? yeah. But essentially, Boston's locked out. The Lakers have all these assets, these kids, these draft picks. Uh, they're going to overpay. And, and they're going to. I think they're going to put an offer that New Orleans can't refuse. And I think, let's just get this over with, right? This has been coming. The Lakers have missed on two guys, right? They missed on Paul George. They missed on Chris Paul. They've, they've wanted guys to come there. This should have been a better year for LeBron and the Lakers. And, and they've sort of slow played it. 
They're not going to slow play this. They're going to go big. They need to go all in to get yeah. Anthony Davis. Right. I, I agree with you, and you know what a combination that would be. Isn't isn't the more interesting uh, future to watch here going to be what happens when Lonzo Ball's in New Orleans? Right. And right. he definitely doesn't want to be there, and his camp doesn't want to be there. <laughs> and New Orleans probably shouldn't even be a team at this point. I mean, it's, that team's probably going to Seattle, right, in, th- in three years whenever expansion can happen. I used to work for that team. I know. The Hornets. Yeah. They were the it was bad Hornets. back then, right? Well, yeah, they uh, that wasn't like well. Chris. They were a good. They were a decent team. Baron Davis was yeah. their star, you know, rookie player. They were a decent team. That wasn't Chris Paul yet, right? No, it was not Chris Paul yet. Okay. No, um, but everybody knew they were going, and they weren't putting any money into the team. And it's well, just kind well, of sad to see what they. That's become. sort of the point here, Kevin. Too is, I mean, that's obviously the reason he wants to leave is they they haven't done enough, but they've botched everything. If you remember, do you remember the Chris Paul situation? <laughs> he was traded. I vaguely remind me the, of it. the league had to ban the trade because it was such a one-sided trade. The, the league stepped in and did not allow, allow Chris Paul to be traded to the Lakers because of how one-sided oh, it was. Right. Yes, do you remember yes, this? Yes, I do. Yes. And that's just, that's just one example of new Orleans sort of not, I mean, they've done a little bit, but a little bit's never going to be enough in a market like that. It's, it's the Cleveland situation with LeBron is really what it is. And you know, it's not easy. It's Indiana with Paul George. It's Oklahoma city with Kevin, Dur- with Kevin Durant. You know these small markets; they've they've got such such little leverage. Is you're, there anything wrong with that? That's as, yes. you're, as you're saying oh, that, yes. as I'm thinking, and and oh, yeah. and I, I personally, I I find it um it makes me a little angry. But I mean, it, it's wrong, isn't it? It's wrong. wrong that you have no chance to be successful if you're a small market team that drafts well, identifies players, builds it the right way, and gets yourself to the point where you can be competitive and compete for a championship, and then your player just says, "I don't want to be here because you're too small." Right, and that's a shift from the past. See, I don't like. See, it's the athlete to me. I, I think is a big part of this now. Where, well, I want to go and win. This is not a players' league, Kevin. right? Yeah, yes, not where. Hey, I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to be the solution. I'm going to lead you guys to win. When it used to be, every team had a star player yep. and a complimentary player. Think Stockton, Malone. Think. Um, uh, Dominique Wilkins, uh, John Battle, just a you know, guy comes to mind with the Atlanta Hawks, and they would compete, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you had super teams. Yeah, like and every the night there was a team that came in that you're like, oh, hey, I'm excited to see this guy. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you know, even when the Knicks say they suck, like, man, Bernard King's coming in, man. The guy can score in buckets. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Nets had Sugar Ray Richardson and then Buck Williams, right? Yeah. You know, like, you, you knew the players that they had because every team had a couple that had to be contended with, and now... That's not the case because they all go play together, which I get on one hand, but on the other hand, the competitor in me says, no, beat him. This is just the example of where the league is right now. This is the perfect example. This is a superstar top three player in the league who is going to be able to pick who he plays for and who he plays with, and that's just where we are. That's that's the NBA right now. And you brought this up too. The the next one to watch is going to be is is Giannis in in Milwaukee. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's in a in a in a sort of an outpost of the NBA doing the amazing things he's doing. What's what's his future? There's a lot of curmudgeons like us sitting around microphones right now, (laughs) praying and hoping that the Bucks are the team that gets Anthony Davis. Oh, that'd be great because that would flip the switch on this conversation. That would be if you could put Giannis and Anthony Davis in that city with a good team, with a good young team, you know, some scorers around them, that would change the script. Then you've got a legitimate contender in a small market 
This isn't Cleveland. This isn't just LeBron doing everything. Those are two powerhouses, probably two of the top three players in the league right now. It'd be like the old Rockets, man, the Twin Towers. Yeah. I mean, that, that can dribble and shoot. That can, yeah, they can do everything. <laughs> they can shoot threes, right? Yeah. It's so there's a lot of hope. I mean, it's it's small. It's a tiny little you know dash of hope, but there's there's hope that something like that could happen. Um, look at he's going to the Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> let's just end this conversation. All right, let's talk, let's <laughs> let's transition to the Super Bowl then, and let's talk about uh, one of the not just the top three players in the game, but perhaps the top player the of all time. Right? I mean, hey, maybe the top team. Of all time, correct. I, you know, yes, I mean, yeah. the New England Patriots, which um, just re- remarkable that they're there. We can point all the things out that were wrong about, you know, not getting a chance in overtime for the Chiefs. Blah blah blah. It's exactly right. It's, whi- I mean, right. it's losers whining. Right. I mean, just uh, you know, stop them. Isn't, End of story. And, what, and a stupid offside, you know, lining yes. up offsides. Like those are the things completely that ha- avoidable. Yes, and those are the things yeah. that that the Patriots make you do. Right, they they, they, they do. They, no, they do no, those Paul, things against the Patriots. Paul, I'm sorry, that is on that entire defensive line, um, on the defensive cord. I mean, it's it, it's down to crunch time there, and the guy could probably yeah, you know, I lined up offside, so all I lined up there all game long. Horse, no, crap. no it was six but, uh, my right? point is the Patriots make teams make dumb mistakes. Overthink, overthink, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't know how he lines up there and says, wow, I can see inside of the helmet of my teammate. I mean, maybe you're offsides. I mean, the linesman will tell you. I wish they would more. I wish right? we'd just get rid of this. It's, th- it's yeah. just bad for the game. The explanation that I read uh, was that they'll tell you in the first half and in the fourth quarter, they won't tell you. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, I don't get that the, is dumb. I'm That's not getting dumb. down the refs. Anyhow, okay. let, let me say this about the Patriots. They deserve to be there. They do. The but Rams, we could talk about. We we just got we got off a bas- basketball conversation here, and there's a there's a little bit of basketball sort of mixed into the Patriots this year, right? Didn't the Patriots season feel a ton like Golden State? Yes. Where they just sort of went through the motions for maybe eight nine weeks. And it's going to wind up in the. Same they got place. everybody sort of thinking, oh, it's over. You know, they don't, they don't look even close to what they used to be. Brady looks like he, he's he's an old man out there, and then they just decided in the locker room one day to flip the switch. And last week was Brady's best week of the year by a million. He was Brady times ten. Right. Well, <laughs> and that's dumb on all of us for buying into that. I Let, guess. Let's be honest. I Come guess. on now. How, how many, you know, oh, they don't have good weapons. They don't have great wide receiving core. <laughs> how many times have we said that and have we seen that never be a factor? But this was as evident as ever. I mean, uh, I mean, they, uh, that's that stretch a couple years ago, the famous on to Cincinnati. Yeah, but they lost stretch, five that games. Was, that was bad. They were 11 and five, right? Right. Well, they that's, can do it because they're in a bad division. That's part of it, yes. Right, but 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 it, this is this is credit to them. This is I'm not I'm not knocking them in any any regard. This is we have this opportunity. Yeah, look at the Bills, look at the Jets, look at the Dolphins, and then look at the rest of our schedule. You know, we'll we'll ramp it up for that Chiefs game on Monday Night Football, which they did, right? And I mean, they mm-hmm. picked it. It's, it's exactly what the Warriors do in the regular season. Warriors went to Boston last week. They ramped it up an extra notch, you know? Well, it always seems too bright. Like, there's a game. Okay, we're going to feature Hogan. <laughs> right? You know? Yeah. All right, Edelman. I mean, well, that's, like, but that's what makes them great. Great. That, yeah. That's what well, makes it's the same and, thing and, the Warriors. And, and whoever yeah, they're yeah. going to feature on Sunday is probably not anybody that we think they're going to. See, I disagree. Because the Rams don't think they're going I disagree. To. I think they've slow played Gronk into a lull. Right, uh, maybe, and they're just gonna. One of these weeks, they're gonna have to explode. I mean, they they showed a little bit of it in, in the championship game, but I, I just I expect them to be a monster. 
I'm an absolute I did, monster. I did kind week. of think that that <laughs> when Gronk had that game, the thought crosses your mind: like, have they just been sitting sure. on him sure. all year right. long? I mean, they he's have to. Old, he's tired. Yeah. He's done. He's he's beat up. I, he, part of you says this has been the plan all of along. I also, well, I also think that uh, the running game of Michelle has helped them. I don't know, preserve Gronk a little bit. However, yeah. his blocking was outstanding. That's right? all that's all they asked him to do for 10 weeks. Right. That's it. Just block. Save that back. Save your neck. Save your, your legs. Yeah. Work on the run game. Just get us through the finish line here. Now they're here. This could, this is probably a walk-off, which we'll talk about, right? This is probably Gronk's walk-off. Yeah, I was going to say, this is probably it for He's him. just going to be going bonkers out there. Right. He was going bonkers last night at the at the <laughs> thing, dancing at the thing. I mean, it was it was classic Gronk. You can tell he's he's in the right frame of mind. All right, let's talk about uh, well the money. Yeah, uh, little these money. two teams and how they how they got there and how they were built and you know overall I I, I think people and we've mentioned this a bunch of times. It's surprising the the Patriots are in the middle of well they're actually in the second the bottom half almost twentieth in the league in, right. in spending in cap spending. How yeah. is that possible? Because they don't they don't pay anybody. They're they're a revolving door, and and we talk about the the notable, the most important positions on the team, you know, on any football team. What do we talk about? Quarterbacks, maybe some wide receivers, but then the trenches, right? Yep. You got to pay the, got to be able to rush the passer. You got to be able to keep the passer from getting rushed, right? Those the the, the offensive defensive lines. The Patriots rank twenty second in D line spending and twenty sixth in O line spending. It's not because they don't do it. It's because they they keep depth, they keep they keep the revolving doors, and they keep drafting at those positions. But the O line is the most surprising to me. Is it? Yes. It I is. mean, they let Nate Solder walk. I know, but become you, one of the biggest well, busts in free agency. Well, but they <laughs> they had great uh, internal scouting on that because they have the greatest quarterback of all time getting rid of the football. And that's the real point. So they don't need to pay. Point. They don't need to pay. Get away right. with that. They don't yeah. need to pay. They can pay fifteen million for the entire line because Brady's you know the ball doesn't stay behind them for more than a, a second and a right. half. Anything Fair jump? Point. Anything else jump out at you as you look at the Patriots spending, yeah. and then we'll talk about how it compares to the Rams. Well, you know, we talked about the running backs with the Patriots, and obviously the Rams have the highest paid running back you know in history. Uh, both are you know seventh and fourth respectively in terms of the running game. Is he hurt? It matters. Way? We'll get to it. Okay. If, if you it, added the pay, it, if you added Burkhead, Michelle, and White together, would they be close to Gurley? No. money? not even close. No, no. Okay. It's it's they need five guys to be one high paid running back, and but that's their that's their beautiful Always. strategy. Absolutely. That's how wide receivers work on this team too. And and the only anomaly has been Gronk, who's been the number one paid you know tight end for five years now. You know, say what you want about that, but they they were the first team to really overvalue a tight end. They did it twice. They did it with Hernandez. They also too. had a unique one of the all time greats. Well, well, I mean, Aaron Hernandez was no slack when he was playing. No, they had but, a one two tandem that was unmatchable. No in this question. League, so. But but Gronk is one of the all time greats, and 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 so much more of a blocker than a Tony Gonzalez and some of the other ones that that have yeah. dominated. So so I get why you'd pay him because there are no other. There isn't anybody else like Gronk out there. But I guess, I guess, positionally speaking, in terms of the money, they have they've been afforded the opportunity to not have to pay wide receivers because of Gronk. Do you know what I mean? He's taken up the, the, the middle and of the field of for Brady, that team, right? And because of yeah, Brady, because you can throw you, a Philip Dorsett or a Hogan yeah. or an Edelman or any of these guys in, and they well, they become great because of who's throwing. It they to double them. Gronk, and so you have single coverage. Takes away the entire middle of the field. Right. Gronk has. Yeah, it's been brilliant. Let's talk Brady real quick. It's. You know, it's been beaten to a de- to death, but he's made $15 million this year. You know, him plus Brian Hoyer on this roster account for the 12th highest quarterback spending in the league. So, yeah, you know, the greatest of all time, and he's not even a top 10 paid quarterback. It It is what it is, right? I mean, we, we don't – there's no sense in, in saying this more and more because 
he's making this decision on a yearly basis. I think, and we'll get to it. I think he's going to make another decision this coming off season. Um, and it, you know, it, it'll, it'll trend in this direction again, but it means everything to the Patriots that he's taken 10 million less per year for the last 10 years. It means everything. It means we can go out and overpay for our kicker, which we do and overpay for our punter, which we do and, lo- and lock in our long snapper for six, seven years at a time, because that stuff matters to teams of this, you know, girth of this dynasty level. You have to have consistency in some areas. Both teams spend money in the secondary. Yeah. Uh, Patriots second, Rams six, but defensive line. Pat's 22nd, the Rams fourth. The Aaron Donald contract certainly part of that. Donald, Donald can- Sue, Brockers. Right. Yeah, they're paying. They're paying right. everybody. For Are that they going to be able to continue? That? No. Okay. I, I think, I think Indomica Sue's got a guy who falls off this roster next year as a free agent. Um, you know, going to be on his fourth team. Is that, is that right? Fourth team? Yes. Right? yes. Detroit Dolphins. Man. Right, just a guy like that, it's unbelievable. He can't stick, but it's money. It's money. It's that's the reason you can't allocate multi-year money to defensive, you know, to run stoppers anymore, and that's just where we're going in this league. So this is an example of that was a hole they needed to fill in terms of the Rams in that line. They paid him what fourteen million guaranteed to do that. I I think it's going to work out very well yeah, for them because out, look yeah. look at it, it's maybe the most important part of the Super Bowl. Is that middle pressure? I think it's on, the key. The I think as we sit here, you know, can yeah. the Rams win? I think the key becomes you've got unique players at positions that no one else in the league has. Can they be the difference getting pressure up the middle? Up the middle. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's he's maybe one of the most important players in this entire uh, game coming Sunday. But I think he falls off the roster next year because look at the there's a there's a slew of players on this Rams team that were sort of patched for this year specifically. They're going to have like a three-year window with Jared Goff. You know, the Brandon Cook signing, that was nice. Gurley obviously locked in for three-plus years guaranteed. So there's a window here, but they're going to have to make a lot of things work and revolve as the Patriots have done over over their sort of 15-year run here. There are going to be positions that are going to be revolving doors, like I said. And uh, honestly, the biggest one with the Rams, Sue is standing, is the left tackle. They've got a 36-year-old left tackle, Andrew Whitworth, who – just has been on the wrong team for a long time. Okay, don't you played, agree with that? He's been playing great. <laughs> oh yeah, he was on the Bengals yeah. for all most yeah. of his career, and he's playing great at that age Best. here too. Career year, arguably at thirty six. He's another one of those positions where you could be thirty six and be the best guy in the league. There's not a lot of positions that are like that. Quarterbacks, one of them. Kicker, left tackle. Yeah, kicker, but. Left tackle, Backup offensive line can be one of those. He, he holds a sixteen million dollar cap hit next year. Oh, and he's going to be thirty seven. Uh, but how does that compare amongst left tackles? It's up there. It's way up there. Yeah, I mean it's top twenty. But in it's the not league. crazy left tackle money, is it? It for, is for, for his age. For, for a cap hit, it is okay. For a cap hit, it is so. And the, and the reason that's a question. I mean, any any anyone else five years younger, you're just extending him, you know, and making that cap hit lower. I don't know if you do that at thirty seven years old. Let me you see know? how quick Paul gets his greatest left tackle in Rams history. Jackie Slater. Yeah, boom, I knew he'd get course. it. Okay. Wasn't he a Ram, too? And his son plays on the Patriots. Oh, my God. Good call. Matthew That's Slater. Oh, special really? Teams all right. Yeah. There you go. Outstanding. Hey, in case you're wondering the money, all right, so far, both teams, each player's earned eighty-three grand Playoff money, yeah. Yeah, 29000 for divisional round, fifty-four grand for a conference championship. They probably get... We need a um, Rayola on. Tell us how much they get whack because it's bonus money. Yeah, essentially. So they, that's half. It's not salary money. It's yeah, bonus that's half. Money. So yeah. that's gone. The winner, each player will get one hundred and eighteen thousand. So they're Pretty not just good. playing for a ring here. Yeah, and 
Losers, you're guaranteed. You're guaranteed fifty nine thousand. I love the the, the the difference between the two of them. Sure, you know? I do too. Right. Let's, let's be honest. We know what motivates these guys, and doubling their oh. money for a win hey. can be the motivating factor. It's just like the PGA Tour, man. Make that putt. It's one point two million. You miss it, you're making six hundred grand. Although <laughs> 60, 60 grand is a pretty nice participation trophy, don't you think? Oh, sure. I mean, yes. Yeah. And a nice ring that comes along with it if they win. What did, what did Sean Payton do? He rolled. He, oh, yeah. he got him. He got two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in cash and rolled it in the locker room and said, "This is what you guys are playing for." Yeah, that didn't like, work. Trust me, that's what motivates these guys. Yeah. yeah well, they they might they should have given that to yeah. one of the officials. I, <laughs> you beat me to the punch. Yes, I oh, did. That was horrible, by the way. <laughs> All right, uh, actual. Oh, boohoo! Oh, and, uh, horrible oh, calls. They've never happened in the NFL before ever. Paul, that was ridiculous. I know it was. Okay, but it was a bad call. It was a blown miss call. Bad call. That was one of the worst calls. Yeah, I know. They in happen. The of they sports. happen every year. <laughs> the guy, Nikel Roby, tackled him. I know. Oh, awful. All right, um, real quick. We think Gurley's hurt. Before we get to prop bets. He's got to be He's hurt. hurt, and they purposely slow-played him last week. Yeah. He's, he's going to be fine. Saving him. They're saving he's him gonna for this fine. game. There's, yeah. there's some issue there. I, it's To me, I think it's a hamstring. Me too. He's riding the bike. Yeah, or, it's I a, agree. or it's a torn yeah. groin or Keeping something like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's have some fun here, right? Everybody loves prop bets, and there's a gazillion of them, yeah. and hopefully in most states next year we can bet on all these legally, right? <laughs> you got to go to Vegas or Atlantic City. Or the wonderful state of New Jersey. Or New Jersey. All right, mm. get a get a pizza. Right, you guys. Oh, you guys fold Jersey your pizza. yeah. You guys oh, thin crust fold it like New Yorkers. I'm in heaven. All right, here we. No just one's in heaven about in New Jersey. It. Just these are just a, these are just a future. Uh, these are a couple of the actual Super Bowl prop bets. James White over under fifty six point six receiving yards with the money on the under. What do we think? I love over. this one. I love this. I think James White is a massive part of that offense. He's yeah. a huge weapon. Yeah. He always three dump off passes or you're fifty five yards. I, I love it. And he's twenty to one as the MVP. I don't love that. I don't love that because I think Brady Here, here's here, but here's here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna differ with this. And I understand why he's down there. It's because yeah, if he's got two hundred yards receiving, Brady's gonna be the the MVP, right? By the way, I'm right. taking the over on this. But what if James White has a buck twenty five receiving, fifty rushing with two with three total touchdowns? He, I mean, he could he could be a guy who pounds in two touchdowns. If he wasn't the MVP from the Atlanta Super Bowl, right. which which I don't think he was, no. he'll never be the MVP. I, I just love the odds on this. There's no well, sense in taking it's, Brady. It's great. Uh, yeah, Brady's probably uh, you know you lose money on. Yeah, it, right? there's no sense. Three to in five that. odds or something. <laughs> um, White, yeah, okay. I, I, I if you're betting for odds, yes, mm-hmm. you know you, you throw if you're a gambler, you throw a hundred bucks on that to win two two grand. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, right, I'm in I like over. the over on the receiving yards because if you're going to bet for him to be the MVP, totally. you got to go with receiving totally. yards. Totally, yep. because he's not going to have the rushing yards. Um, Tony Romo, Romo, number of this play- is a big number. Number That's a of lot. number of plays Romo will correctly forecast during the game. Seven point five. I think they think it's way seven. High. They think it's seven. You think that's high? Yeah, I think it's low. I love this one. I go. I'll go over. All right, Paul and I are on the under on this. Well, I'm going to write this down. We're going to track this. Yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty remarkable what he was able to do. Well, cuz he see, he knows, he sees formations, I, he knows right. he knows what's going on. And and beyond that, it what, what it is is what what makes it great is I don't know that it's Tony predicting the plays, it's him seeing what he sees saying if I'm the quarterback, this is where I'm going, and the fact that Brady goes there just tells you that the mind of guys like that is amazing. Well, 
Oh, they're in single high, and they're right. doubling the guy on the left, so you got to throw it to the backside tight end. But here's what people right. people need to understand with, with Romo, and frankly, any analyst. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, yeah. I'm not going to say it. It's going to sound wrong if I say it the way I was going to say it. Let me say it this way. Like it's not like it's the first time Romo is watching Tom Brady play. Right. right. This is a guy who's watched a ton of game film when he's a quarterback, right, trying to beat defenses. So there isn't anything he hasn't seen under center. And this is a guy who's watched a ton of game film on the Patriots. Right. Does all his homework on the game and knows well if Brady gets single high there, looks like. he knows what they're going to do and it, what his tendencies are. Here's my question because I I agree with you. This is, he's done his homework. And so the defensive coordinators, That's by right. the way. Like people they, say, they oh. do, right? Yeah, but it's like, he should be a coach. I'm like, if you don't think the coaches see this and know this, they do. It's the it's up to the players to recognize it. They go over to stuff. So and sometimes in the me. NFL, you can know exactly what your opponent is going to do, and you still can't stop. Correct. Them. That, that's where I wanted to get to here. That that's what's happening, right? Like people. Are, I mean, they, there's they, there's Luke out, Kuechly's out there who know this is coming, right? He's 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 got to be of the same mindset as Romo. Yes, he's seen all this stuff. He knows what's going to happen. He's done his homework. Hey, is it is it a communication thing? He can't communicate that to his line in front of him. I, I don't understand this. If well, Romo can blatantly pick out those plays, and he did it, what five six well, times? Yeah, so but it, but it's but it's Gronk being able. Sorry, Kevin, it's Gronk uh, being able to make an amazing catch with an amazing throw and beat the defense back. The defense back probably correct. knew exactly what was coming. It better players beat better players. There you go. That's exactly right. Um, let's go back to the Seahawks Patriots yeah. Super Bowl, right? Malcolm Butler. Yeah. Hey, I saw this. I play on film. I knew he's going to throw it. Is that like, oh, there you go. Yes. Right, right there. So he recognized something and executed the play. End of story. To, to offense, s- defense is harder than offense, right? That's yes. the moral of this story. <laughs> For so, people on social media to. Uh, Eviscerate, yeah. you know, coaches for not seeing what Romo sees is complete crap. I, I loved Wade Phillips. Did you see it yesterday? No. He's oh, a, I did see that. He, yes, he was yes. asked what, how he's going to handle the Patriots, yes. and he says, "Yeah, I'm just going to have an earpiece with Tony Romo, and he's going to tell me what the play is before Leave it happens." It to Wade. Yes. You so, know, and, and here's the last thing on that but, but is you know, the other thing. Jim Nance, by the way, they you know the producers at CBS and Nance allow Romo to jump in there. Yes. Whether Nance want Paul, you call football. That is not ordinary. No, no, that not. is not how it's supposed no, it's to not. be done. You know, okay. here's the last point on this is, right. is, and I'm not, Romo's been amazing. I don't know that he's predicting the plays as much as he's predicting where the plays should yeah, go. formation-wise. And right. then when Brady does that because they're on the same wavelength, that's what makes this amazing. Again, Tony Romo's not saying, oh, they're going. it's going to be an end around here. He's saying, look, here's the defense. This is what they're trying to take away. Here's what the formation will allow the Patriots to do. And then Brady does that. The, the, so the, so I just, it, it's it's not, he's not predicting their plays. He's predicting what the play should be. The, the, the best indicator was an example of what Paul's saying. It was the safety for the Chiefs. He said, Watch the safety here. If he he takes a step in, he'll go he'll go here, and that's what exactly what the safety yeah. did because that's what the offense showed the safety right. right on film and boom. And Tony knows that's what the quarterback is looking right. at. So so that's so why seven and a half though you think is uh, see I'm going to go over that he'll forecast 
Um, yeah, Paul and I are going to take the under on this. I'm going to take, okay. the, under. take the under. I like this one. That's got to be close, though. Uh, yeah, I, I think we'll so. We'll stick with CBS here, right? Yeah. Will they show the missed pass interference call highlight? <laughs> Absolutely. You have to. It's part of the, the story the, of the Rams being the, there. The money is heavy on no. Well, because really? the, the odds are on no Because they right think now. the NFL is going to squash it? Nah. Yeah, I, I it, think I, if you don't think there's meetings between the mm-hmm. NFL and CBS saying, hey, mm-hmm. we are taking a well, ton of heat. Yeah, but there's a difference between hammering it and showing it. They'll, they have to show it. They have to show They'll it. They'll have to show they it. They have to show Let's it. Let's get some money on it then. Yeah. I mean, good ads. Because here's <laughs> here's the issue. Like, they won't show something opposite side of the field. Yeah. Right? But if it's a play like we had in the Saints game, they have to show it. Because the fans will demand it and they'll get killed on I think they should media. show it in the stadium with a split screen with Roger Goodell in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> well... Will Nance Romo say Philly special? Of course they will, because any play that involves any kind of uh, reversal or someone other than a quarterback throwing has now become a blank special. Don't you think they're going to run it? Uh, yeah, because it's one of the most well. He, sure, it doomed the he's, the he doomed the Patriots. He's got he's got to get it right, right? Yeah, it's already in the playbook, in my opinion. It's For already the Rams? in the list. No, the Patriots. Oh, Brady's got to redeem oh, Brady's, himself. Brady's, oh, oh, yeah, oh, Brady's going to run this, right? It's going to be the Boston special. There you go. Uh, There's your line. It's going to be the Boston special. I, I think he's going to run this play. The Foxborough special. Mm-hmm. What ends first, Super Bowl 53 or James Harden's 30-point game streak? I love this one. Both at minus 120. Even money. Even money. I say the Super Bowl ends first. Yeah, I think Harden's going. Yeah. I think he's on a real streak here. <laughs> like a real yeah, streak. Yeah, I mean, he... Damn the winning or losing, I'm getting my 30 points per game. Yep. We, we used to... I, <laughs> I had a teammate like that in junior high. We called him the black hole because the ball went there and never came out. <laughs> so it's just like, whom, you know, dude, I, I you can pass it once in a while. I generally don't watch basketball too much this time of year just because, you know, we're caught up in a lot of other things. But I've, I've forced myself to find the Rockets a few times now. It is you, you think it'd be boring because I've played on some teams like that, too, where it's just, you know, and you think the frustrations would be setting in. Nobody's no. frustrated no. out there. They're into it because it's not like he's got a, a you know a lane to the to the hoop, right. and it's not like nobody's double teaming him on the three point line. He is doing this in spite of all that. He's physical. He's knocking guys in the throat. Yeah, I mean it is it is good basketball. Has to anybody watch. picked up an assist yet? No. This? Oh right. yeah. Oh no. There's been like three or four out of like the last eighty five. Think about that for a second. Eighty five buckets made three assists. It's all I mean, it's, right, and it's not even yeah. It's it's not even Harden's posting up on you know on on the right. wing and get, just get him the ball and he's he's, he's going to the ball down court. It's give me the ball. Right? Yeah, I'm going to maneuver. I'm going to taunt a guy. I'm going to look at him in the eyes and then I'm going to take him to the hole and knock him on his butt. It, it's it's seriously video game stuff. Yeah. So he's it, pretty he's pretty remarkable. He's the MVP, but. The, they're terrible. Well, that's the thing. That's the he's thing. not the They're MVP. They're terrible. Then. He's the MVP. Well, and I don't want we we got I don't want to waste time on that. Yeah. It, that bothers me. It okay. bothers me. Okay. Because MVP should be a guy who leads his team to success. Okay. I I just well, you know, they're going to be successful in that. They're going to be successful. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's the most outstanding player. I think they, that's I think, different. I think they need to have two different. That's awards. I like different. that. I like that. They need the no, most I, I will not debate you on that. Right. You're right about that. Should be an outstanding player and a valuable player. Correct. Because, you know, you could argue back in the day, Kurt Rambis might have been the most valuable player to the Lakers, sure. right? Dennis Rodman might have been the most valuable player to the, to the Pistons. Yeah, I like this. Or I like this. the Bulls. Right? Where, out, where outstanding is driven towards stats. Sure. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. And valuable is driven towards team success. Sure. All right. You've also come up with some interesting prop bets 
yeah. with a spot track spin. Yeah, a little, a little money spin. You know, some some off season things. All, all sorts. Well, let's just start with Brady. All right, let's, let's get this out of the way. Over under one and a half years left for Tom Brady. We know he's coming back. Over. You think he's already said he's coming back? So now that's one. So now you're now you're. Is he going to play another year? You're going to play 2020. Why would you not think so? Why would you not think 2019 will be just as good as it's always been, which will then lead him into another year? What is he, 42 now? Mm-hmm. Injury is the only thing that changes yep. this. Only thing that changes this. All right, this. so injury doesn't uh, count in this. Yep. I, I say over. You over. do. I think he's I got think, two more years at least left. I think he wants to uh, surpass Vinny Testaverde and George Blanda. I think that's definitely on his mind. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> no. What test of Verity was, 46? Come on. He do was. Th- do you think Tom Brady lets anybody bring Vinny Testaverde in his conversation? No. No. Come uh, on. Anyway. Anyhow. I, I agree with you on two. I think he wants to play to his 45. But I think it's, no, I think it's exactly two. Just based on how he's done his contracts over the past couple of, couple of uh, iterations, generally he does a three-year extension where two years are guaranteed, essentially. And there's a huge signing bonus that gets drawn over two years. That's that's going to happen this offseason. It's going to happen again. Um, he's going to get a nice signing bonus after he wins his Super Bowl, and it'll be it'll last through twenty 2020. twenty. Twenty twenty one will kind of be that dummy year, and I think I, I agree with you. There's no reason to think they won't be successful. At least you know at least the playoff team, w- whether or not they can carry it through again in nineteen and in twenty, and then I think it's going to be very important for him to get out on top, whether that's an AFC championship, whatever it is at that point. And I think the Belichick, I because think he's tied to Belichick a little bit too, and, and Belichick feels that way too, right? You know, but Belichick's not going to let the erosion start to set in, right? Do you know what I mean? He's not right. that kind of guy either. Um, and we've just seen so many superstars fall off the cliff, right? Favre and just Montana, everybody, Montana, Rice, yes. just have tried to push it too far, and it's it's just a terrible way to finish it for us for, as fans, right? I you, just you wanted, I just wanted to save any test of verity on this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, he's in spot track, by the way. His career earnings are <laughs> career, probably wait, like wait. crazy more than anybody thinks. All right, I'm going to guess right now. Vinny Testaverde's career earnings, I don't think they're that crazy because you remember. It's impossible. He that played till he's 46, but he was a backup. Yeah, for, and like, he didn't play in a necessarily big money, but I bet right. you they're $50 million. No, I'm going to say $35 million. I'm going to have to calculate this. Let's come back to this. All right, All right we'll come, come back, back to that. $35 million. What Would that cash earnings for Tom Brady in 2019 over under $25 million. Cash earnings, Paul. He's made that means 13, bonus money. 14, and 15 the last six years. I'll say it's under 25. Yeah, I'll say it's under because, again, he he's at the point in his career where he's going to do whatever he needs to do to make sure he can guarantee his continued success. Wants to win. But yeah. he, he'll get to stock the Patriot shop with number 12. His Tom right. Brady gear. That's what'll make up for it. The TB crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. And yep. and and uh, avocado toast. Right. Yeah, whatever he wants. Right. But it'll be under twenty five million right. cash. Right. Cash. So bonus plus salary next year. I'd say it's under twenty five. I million. think it's going to be close. I think he. I think he probably gets like a twenty four million dollar signing bonus, especially if he wins. Right. Yeah. Probably. You know. Again, somewhere How do in that ballpark over three years, and then maybe a two million dollar salary. So I, I think it might be. Cl- I, I I'd probably lean towards the over. I think it's probably like a twenty six, twenty seven million dollar year for him. Um, just the way that bonus works, because I mean, look at the money's not going away. Right. His cash earnings next year will be close to Vinny Testaverde's career. Yeah, earnings. you're probably right. <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> I have right. thirty five million on Vinny. By the way, we're going to come back to that in a second. Um, this is the cool one. All right, how many of Brady's weapons will be back in 2019? The over-under on this is four and a half. You have Dorsett, Hogan, Patterson, Hill, Edelman, Gronk, 
Allen, Slater, White, Burkhead, and Michelle. I'll say White and Michelle are back. Mm-hmm. Edelman? Edelman's back. Edelman's back. back. That's where I stopped, too. No, I'm going to say Patterson's back. So that's four. They're going to have to re-sign him. He's a free agent. I, I say he's back. Um, well, no. Who, you know who what? Let me take that away. Let me take that list. away because someone's going to someone's gonna make him a yeah. full-time player. So who are gone. free agents on this list? The, 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 the 19 with, guys. With 19s there. So oh, I'm sorry. Dorsett, Hogan, Patterson, and Jeremy Hill fall off the roster. I say Hogan's back because, I, you know what? I think he's... I, why I, would I, he go anywhere Right, else? exactly. Hogan, you were nobody in Buffalo. I shouldn't say nobody in Buffalo, right. but you, you, you're, you're a role player. You're a third receiver. He's never going to be anything more than that. Right. And I think there's no chance Hogan's back. Really? No chance. No, because they're going to have to look at they got to start thinking a little bit long term with this position. I mean, if you look at this list, look at Edelman's probably got one year, right? right. Next year is his last year. I, I don't imagine they bring him back. They didn't bring back, back Amendola at this age. They didn't bring so, back Welker. Welker. Okay. So my guess is they're going to have to start thinking a little bit more long term, which could be a draft pick, could be a free agent signing. I'm not sure, but. To me, Hogan just has not done enough this year. He's a, he's a nice little role piece. If he wants to come back for $2 million, they'll take him, I'm sure. But uh, I, I don't look at him as a, as a slam dunk by any means. And I think that's I think that's what's out there for Hogan. $2 million. Oh, bucks. yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. What I, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Do you think Burkhead falls off this roster? He's got a bunch of years left. I, there's been a lot he of injuries. The, he fills the right kind of role, though, and that saves them yeah. from having to find another running back. But there's been a lot of injury issues well, with Burkhead. Yeah, they, they might he's a nice to, player. I like him. They, they might actually need some cap space yeah. when it I all like, comes down I, to I it. I got to tell you, I, if if they had to get rid of guys to keep somebody, I'd keep Patterson. Uh, you know the versatility I, I, I he shows. That. Special teams, yeah, special I agree with that. teams. He's a great returner. He could play running back in the receiving game. And Patterson's got to see that he's incredibly valuable more to them in the role that he's in. Now somebody may think he can be a number one wide receiver. He's no never way. been that, or or let's say a starting wide receiver. By the so he's way, he's never been that in his career. By the way, uh, we this should we should mention this. You know the Patriots. Made a big move in the, well, say big move, but they got a big time receiver in Gordon. Gordon. They took that big risk, yeah. and they still made the Super Bowl without him. Yeah, right. I know they didn't take that big a risk though. They well, took a risk. They, they they took a risk bringing him in. They didn't right. take a risk contractually. I guess they took. You know, I guess if we cared about embarrassment, right? But they don't. So right. I mean, people say this, this is going to end badly, and it did. Right. It did. Right. Yeah. It did. Where would they be with him now? Huh. A lot different team. Slam dunk favorites. It would, right? have been in, it would have been in regulation and not overtime. Yeah. yeah. Slam dunk yeah. favorites. I love your next one. This one's awesome. <laughs> Gronk. I'll, I'll pick it up for you. Go what ahead. is Gronk's occupation next year? Tight end, movie star, WWE wrestler, or actual Tide Pod? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go with wrestler. Me too. And movie star. Can you combine them? Because I think he's in both. I think he's in a movie, yeah. he's in an action movie. And he's a wrestler next year. I also year. think he's hosting something, right? Oh, he's hosting, he's hosting a show. America's Got Talent or some crap like no, that, right? No, it'll be goofy, kooky. It's like, the, you know, what's what's the goofiest thing you can do? Or he's hosting Gronk's uh, cruise, you know, cruise ship show. Ter- terrible dancing with the stars. You know, something, something like that. <laughs> Grilling with Gronk on the Food Network. <laughs> Grilling. I love yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> the Gronk bus has its own show, you know, something like that. So, <laughs> But we all agree he's done. Yeah, yeah, I think he's done. I think he. I, yeah. I think he's been pretty beat up. Me too. Uh, a Hall of Famer for sure. By mm-hmm. the way, no question. Patriots draft or sign a quarterback in the off season. Draft, sign, or both. Something's getting done, right? I, I mean, think I, draft. Just draft. No. Yeah, because I think you might keep Hoyer around as a veteran. I, I agree. Backup next year, but you don't think they're going to pick anybody off this list? A Foles, a Bridgewater. No. 
A Bortles no on Tannehill. No way. I can see them. It makes no see, sense to me. Actually, Bortles makes sense. I think Bortles You mean makes because sense. they think they see talent in them that they can clean up and correct? Yes. I, I think just, I think Bortles has potential. And to play under a guy like Brady and play in their system. I, I actually think I actually think it's Bridgewater. I actually think staying it's staying in New Orleans? I don't. No, you don't think Bridgewater. Well, we've talked. We talked about this on last we week's did. podcast. What what the market will be for Bridgewater? Boy, it seems to me there has to be no market whatsoever for him to want to go to New England after sitting behind Breeze to sit for another year or two behind Brady. And the Patriots have never really done this right and sign a veteran free agent quarterback. They've drafted Garoppolo and Brissett. You know, I mean, so that that to me, you've got your veteran guy that holds the fort down, that keeps Tom helps Tom out mm-hmm. in the meeting room, and then you bring your young guy in and you develop that young guy either he's ready if tom retires or you turn around and you wheel him out you, like they've done you think tom needs help in the meeting room no but i think but, tom but, runs the no meetings. but but i think a guy like hoyer is, is a sounding board or at least hey tom see maybe sees things that tom doesn't i think brian hoyer thanks tom brady every day of the week <laughs> like dude thanks for not getting her out to play like this is does anybody have an easier job in america than brian hoyer a- any backup quarterback any any, uh, any chase daniel Manning's it's just all good stuff right, right. <laughs> chase daniel's made like 40 grand to just walk around i mean it's just amazing does anybody, 40 who, mil i should mil. say who the hell's the backup <laughs> with the uh, chiefs that might be the that, that's a great job too I'm not even sure right. I know. Exactly. No one knows. I should know. Oh, I, it's not Chad Tyler, Henney, is, is it? Is it Bray? Oh, it is Henney. Chad, Chad Henney. Henney. Yep. There's a great gig. Yeah, good yeah. gig. All right. So so I think they draft one. I, I think they'll draft someone, you know, uh, again. I, I, can't, I, I can't wait to when they draft him. Like, you know, yeah. all the New England media. Ah, they're getting rid of Tom Brady. Uh, right? Well, again, those, no. they should know better. And, the and again, one. and the Patriots, because I did a little study on this, the Patriots have bucked the trend yeah. of the league and how they draft their quarterbacks, which is they draft guys in the second and third rounds Two. when almost no one else does, and those guys wind up being successful. Why? Because they get to sit and watch and, and then, learn. And then they get traded. <laughs> And then, and then get they traded. get traded, all of them. By right. the way, when Tom Brady's back next year, does he get to scream, I'm still here? Probably. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. He'll that find was, something else probably to get himself motivated. It. That was pretty cheesy. Um, I think they do both. I think there's a free agent signing, and I think there's a draft pick. Um, because I there's, it's just reckless to not have somebody ready, right? It's reckless. Yeah. I mean, great. Maybe he plays four more years, right? Right. Then you trade this guy. But you, you, there has to be someone they, there in that building that says, what happens if he sprains an ankle or gets popped or whatever? Can we win with yeah. Brian Hoyer? Yeah, I don't know. You know, They can. I bet you they can. Sure, they can. <laughs> but, but again, Garoppolo, Brissett, they've, ma- they've been aggressive in bringing younger quarterbacks in there. Wait, wasn't Brian Hoyer one of these guys? Did yes. they draft Brian Hoyer? Uh, they might have. They might have. Jeez. They might have. I hate the Patriots. Franchise tag notwithstanding, <laughs> Jared Goff gets a second contract with the Rams. This is one of my favorite questions going right now in terms of sports money. Boy, I think it's a lock that he Do you does. really? Yeah. I only think it's a lock if they win the Super Bowl. I think it's the Flacco syndrome where they feel like they have to sign him. It won't be this year. It'll be next year. They, they, they've got – to me, they've made the Super Bowl – with a running game yeah. and defense. Yeah. Like Goff to me. But early he's in the a year. Piece. He's early, a plug right. Early in the year, he was throwing the ball a lot. Yep. Yeah. Because but, that's what happens in the NFL. But when it The came, first six weeks are a passing right. league, and then yeah, I think just everything saying, converts to a running you league. You can't dis- discount what he's done as a passer this year and say it's all been the running you game just with don't, Gurley and C.J. Anderson. You don't think Foles could do that? No, 
Well, I, I, Alex could Smith, he? sure. Anybody? But, but for a for a, a beautiful mind like McVay yeah. to be on a wavelength and have his quarterback maybe be close to him in the beautiful mind department? Okay, but this is exactly why I think it's in question because McVay probably feels he can well, win with other quarterbacks. Yeah. I guess if he's telling him the play before the, the the headset clicks off and basically telling him where to throw the ball, then I guess yeah. maybe you could say that. I, I do think it's a very systematic situation out there, and if they drafted someone in the third round this year, they could start to groom that person for three years, the next three years. You know what I mean? I I I, th- I think it's going to be very interesting to see how they handle it because they're sort of the poster boys for this. Right? Can't pay everybody, right? Because they got no, Gurley, you you've got Donald, yeah, but it's a quarterback. You you, you got to pay your quarterback. But if you don't have to, and you're the Patriots, but you found who a good one. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, again, I know what you're saying. It just to me, Goff is, is the face of that franchise. Mm. You can. I don't. I won't. I won't go with Gurley. He's the face of that franchise. Aaron. He and Aaron Donald are the faces of that franchise. I don't think McVeigh is. Yeah, I, I don't think. think I don't right think now. perception is that Goff is the face of the franchise, but he probably should be. He should be. He should yeah. be. But I think they're going. They're going to. They're going to make it seem like he's not. Boy, that that's a ballsy move by McVeigh. If you get to the point where you say, "This is my team, my offense, my franchise," oh, I disagree. Get me somebody else, anybody I can turn. That anybody is why else the straight. Patriots are here. That is exactly what Bill Belichick has done. Yeah, We're paying you this. This is your price. Not Take it or go. Quarterback. Oh, BS. Tom well, Brady made fifteen million this yeah, year. Yeah, but you don't think Tom Brady? <laughs> you don't think Tom Brady's in on that? He, he's playing ball, and that's what I'm saying. I, so at some point, these other quarterbacks are going to have to play ball. Right They're going to have to. Right now, and if Tom Brady pounded his fist on the table and said, "I'm not, I want market value money." Now, ten years ago, if he did it, not so much now, but ten years ago, if he did it, what do you think would have happened? They probably Bell let him Chick's walk. not stupid. No, I disagree with you. There is, I disagree with you. Show me the quarterbacks that are making this work. Show me them. Kirk Cousins is sitting home. Aaron Rodgers is sitting yeah, home. Yeah, but it's Tom Brady. It's the greatest Matt quarterback Ryan is of sitting all home. time. And he, the, it's just not a feasible way to handle a 53-man roster anymore. You can't pay 18% of your cap to one guy, I, I think, even if it's the quarterback. You I can't do the, it. I think the number guy in you is discounting the on-the-field ability of a great quarterback to it's help gotta your be, team What win. I'm saying is it's got to yeah, be but, both, and it's got to come from the top down. McVay has to say to Goff, we want you. You can be the guy. You're, you can be the guy here for the next six years, but you've got to take this price. You've got you've got to have this percentage of cap because but this is how we're allocating and that's our money. Different than Goff maybe agreeing to do it too. I, I, what I'm saying I, is I he's got to play ball. Question here was is right. he going to be is he going to get a new contract? He's not. What I'm saying is I don't think he's getting a 35 million dollar contract. I don't. Not per year. No. No. And, and you know what? If if I won't disagree. Not with in you that on system. That. He's not. If you're a young quarterback and you feel you're on a good team and you got a good combination with the coach, yeah. Tom Brady should be your example. That's exactly right. Somebody's right. gonna have to step up and be that next person, right? And say this is how it works financially. I I've just got to live with it. And dude, if you win, you're in L. A. You're yeah. gonna be superstar. Yeah, you're gonna be on you know yep. uh, whatever you know TV show. Like you're gonna make the money elsewhere for sure. All right, uh, Todd Gurley's. Fourteen point three seven five million average contract represents eight point one percent of the two thousand eighteen league cap. Yeah, everybody got that. No, let me say this again. So, how this works is we take the average salary of the contract, we divide it by the league cap, which is one seventy seven this year, right? And that's how much the contract essentially percentages out to the to the, the league cap. Generally, with quarterbacks, it's like 15, twelve to fifteen percent. Rogers is way up at eighteen percent, like I just said. Gurley's recent deal is over 8% of the league cap, which is big for a running back. It's Just big. a shade, shade over. Shade over. 
So what's the over-under amount of running backs to secure a contract the next three years that average at least 8% of the league cap? You've got Bell, you've got uh, Elliott, you've got Kamara, Gordon, McCaffrey. Over-under. Let me give you the number. At a projected 190 next year, that means a 15.2 million average salary for, for a running back. Can I say... That's what Gurley just signed. Zeke gets it. He gets over $15 million? I think so. No. Because that's how the Cowboys oh do business. Oh, my God. That, would be a that, is how the, that is how the Cowboys do business. I will say one of these so guys does, get does it. Does Dak Prescott get $30 million in your in your world, then? I think he's headed that way based on every – even though I don't think oh. he's anywhere close to deserving no. it. No, God, no. But, wow. you know, I, I think – yeah, that's how the Cowboys do business. I think, I think the most talented of these running backs you mentioned is Kamara. Yeah, of course. Like, if, like that'd be the guy but I'd see, give it to. I don't think he gets it. No. I think the Saints understand how this works. What are we talking about here, then? Right. That's the same conversation we have to have with quarterbacks. Breeze took undervalue. The position. Breeze took $10 million less the, the past two years. The, the, the importance of the position or the replaceability of the position is way different in my mind. I don't know. I think well, Ingram I think, was just as valuable as Kamara this year. I, I think a couple of these guys. Yeah, Ingram was. Right? I, I, I think the guys who can catch the ball and run the ball effectively. Yeah. I think they're the ones that are more. That's where I mean. I then it's Kamara. Bell. Then it's Le'Veon Bell who's going to yeah, break Le'Veon this bank. Bell too, right? But has he torpedoed his value? <laughs> no, uh, Connor torpedoed his value. Great, uh, I the agree. The fact that he went in and had a great the, behind you, that you line. Don't, the Jets, the Colts, the Texans—they don't give him fifteen million. Fifteen, yes. no. Somebody is. The Jets are going to do That's it. That's the exact number he's been asking the for. The Jets are. And he wants do three it. three years of it guaranteed. He Not wants the forty-five Colts, million but the guaranteed. Jets. And he's going to take forty-two and be happy. Okay, I, I don't even think he gets thirty-five, guaranteed. Fun, fun to find out. I think here. he gets two for two for thirty, essentially. Forbes value the Patriots at three point eight billion dollars. That's second overall. Cowboys are number one, right? Mm-hmm. And what are they at four? Five. It's ridiculous. How the hell are they at five? One point. Uh, the Rams are at three point two billion. They're fourth. Yeah. Fourth. Do the Rams surpass the Patriots in 2019? Yeah, you just talked about that LA market because right? of the stadium. If they win them, the stadium. If they win the Super Bowl this year, there's a lot of things that could really just you know. But it's the stadium. The value. stadium is a lot of times Have what drives. Yeah. I just saw this thing for the first right. time this week. I mean, the oh stadiums God. drive these valuations, and the Rams stadium is going to be supposedly 25 or 30 percent better in every way than anybody else's. And if they win, they're going to have butts and seats. Correct. And I thought it was interesting that those seats uh, have buttless seats, so you can just go to the bathroom while you're watching the game. I thought that was nice. really interesting. Very nice. <laughs> I think maybe but the, we uh, say yes. We say yes, they become more valued. They, they jump the Patriots? They jump the Patriots. I'll say no. Stadium. In 2019, I will say no. I say yes. I do, too. I say yes. I think, I think it's amazing million. that the stadium Patriots Stadium and market two. size. All I think right. it's amazing that the Patriots are number two. I don't. You're, you're, because because of the thinking, Boston market, you're just thinking of Boston, though. You've got pro, you've got all of New, and England, New England, there, my friend, and you've got New York, New Hampshire, and you've got my nine year old. I don't think you have New York, and you've got my nine year old just bought a Tom Brady poster. <laughs> well, that's too. Like, that's a good point. You know, There's a lot of Patriots fans that go it's beyond merch. New yes. England because they won. You think about like all your friends you went to school with who love the Dallas Cowboys or Pittsburgh Steelers just because they won Super Bowls. Yeah. I was a Miami Dolphins fan growing up in New Jersey, so yes. Okay. Oh, that says a lot about you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, because wow. they were good back in the right. 70s. But Patriots are that team because they're good. Yeah. All right. 
who will win the MVP. This is not of the Super Bowl. Or this is overall. Listen, this is not. This, no, this is, is not is valuable. This in is, quotations. This is which player is oh. going to have the best Super Bowl with the lowest contract, the lowest salary for the year? All right, you got Robert uh, Robert Woods at five point yeah. four million. Brandon Cooks five point four. Zerline, the kicker, at three point five million. That's a good pick. Hecker, yeah. the punter. Oh. Great fake the punt, best. by the He's way. The best. Two point six million. Can they possibly do another fake punt? Of course they're going to. Even with the Patriots they spending might, hours might, upon hours, they being might ready for kick it. the opening kickoff, knowing <laughs> McVeigh. <laughs> Trey Flowers at two mil. Sony Michelle one point seven five. That would be my pick, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Peters one point seven million. The DB Phil Dorsett, the receiver one point three million. CJ Henderson. Well, all right. Isn't come he, on, come on. That's a ninety two thousand or ninety three thousand when you round up. You like Anderson? No, I, well, you're saying, but oh, the most va- yes, it would be Anderson. He's getting paid less. Than he'll yeah, but make you just, more. You just said Wait. they've been saving Gurley for this game. The, yeah. he'll make. Mo- he's made more in the. He's almost made. If he wins the Super Bowl, Super Bowl he'll make more. Make more than right. he made during the regular season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, I could see a guy like Dorsett catching two touchdown passes and qualifying under your parameters here. Yeah. Uh, you know, because that's what the Patriots are. Yeah. That you know, it's a guy that you don't expect. It's a guy that you don't think it was James White. Years ago, I mean, a Dorset could be the difference maker on a couple of deep balls. Then he gets beyond Talib or Peters, catches a couple touchdowns, and he isn't going to be the MVP. But you're going to go, man, they, they, he's one of the stars of the day at 1.3 million in salary. I'm going to be super boring here. I'm going to take Trey Flowers. I'm going to take a, a pa- I'm going to take a pass rusher here because Not a bad pick either. He's going to have two two responsibilities, right? Obviously, it's going to be to get to golf, which I think he can do. I think he can do that. Yep. And I think number two is going to be his job is going to be to, to uh, chip Gurley, right? He's coming chip, out. chip him on those screen passes, which yeah. you, you, if you we think they're going to open up Gurley, that's going to be how they're going to do it, right? They're going to yes. try to get him out of the backfield, who was and one that's going to be Flowers' responsibility. Who was one of the best players in the championship game? You don't even have him on the list. A guy like Kyle Van Noy. No question. No he question. had like two sacks, and and you know um, he he could be the guy who covers Gurley out of the backfield. I mean, though that's how the Patriots do it with yeah. guys you never heard of before. All right, quick cap fact here to uh, wrap it up, and then we'll give our picks. Right, let, let, let me take this one, Kev. Yeah, go ahead, bro. We did we did we did a bonker spreadsheet. My you know my developer Scott he did a bonker spreadsheet here over the past like eighteen Super Bowls, and basically what he ran is he ran the. Cap percentages that we, as we've talked about here for quarterbacks started the starting quarterbacks on each team in the Super Bowl for the last eighteen years. There has never been a Super Bowl winning quarterback with a cap percent of twelve point two or more, and Brady's at twelve point four this year. It's never happened in the, in the past 20, eighteen and nineteen years. Meaning, even even as little as he's being paid, the percentage of league cap that the quarterback has represented heading into the Super Bowl has never been greater than 12.2%. But half of those are Brady, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. But he's just... It's just a little that's over. That's where his show. salary is. His cap is this year because of some restructures and things like that. But that, that, that just goes to show you. That's that's the point right there. Like, you can't, you can't do this to your team and be successful. You can't do it. All right. So prediction time. I predict that that stat ends this year. I'm taking the Patriots. Me too. I, I'm not. I'm not. I think McVeigh has this figured out. I think this is the the, the next generation of how this all is going to play out. I think we've we sort of talked about it. I think the, the way McVeigh is going to run this ship is going to be similar to how the Patriots did this 10 years ago. I think it's going to be a carbon copy of it. They sort of have it all figured out. They've even got Brandon Cooks, right? That's The Patriots have used that in their past. There's a, there's a bunch of guys like that. They're plug and playing on the defense, which is a really good way to do it uh, You know, in this financial setting. I, I love the idea that Jared Goff is a great quarterback who probably doesn't need to be great right now. He doesn't. 
He's got weapons. Okay. He's got underrated weapons. And like you said, we're, they're probably ready to unleash Gurley, you know, this week after three, four weeks on hiatus sort of. So all, everything for me points towards the Rams. Um, and hopefully this is the end of the Patriots run. Right. I think that loss last year burns hard, hard. with the Patriots. Yeah. And I think that's enough to be the difference in what should be a really tight, close, well-played, evenly matched game. Um, I just have learned my lesson over these years. You're crazy if you're going to pick against or bet against New England. Well, we're still here. Thought I'd throw that in there. Hey, yeah. glad you're still here with us, too, here on the SpotTrack.com podcast for Mike Gennetti, founder of SpotTrack.com. Paul Peck, I'm Kevin Sylvester. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs>